My name is Jacob Stoops, and you're listening to the Page 2 Podcast, my podcast about the reality of being an SEO in which I chronicle the real-life stories, experiences, challenges, and advice from some of the most amazing people in the industry. And in today's episode, we have a bit of SEO breaking news that I want to get into. Hey everybody, Uh, this is Jacob Stoops and I'm coming to you today because we have a little bit of breaking news or as breaking news as we get in the industry and it actually broke yesterday that Google has stopped supporting and recommending the Rail Next and Rail Prev tag and unfortunately it looks like they have not been supporting it for years. So what happened so basically google uh was was kind of caught a little bit yesterday and they came out with a tweet and i'm just going to read the tweet verbatim um essentially they came out yesterday and said that the rail uh, next in the rail prev tag is is no longer a viable strategy they deleted the previous page that had all of the the specs and the reasoning uh, for uh, webmasters in terms of utilizing that tag, in terms of what it did. Uh, and yesterday they came out with a tweet after Barry Schwartz kind of called them on it and said, hey, I'm noticing uh, that this page is no longer live and I'm noticing that on some other help document that you've put up that, hey, this is no longer a viable strategy. And then Google came out yesterday with a tweet from the Google Webmaster account at Google WMC if you're looking for it. Uh, The tweet reads, Spring cleaning. As we evaluated our indexing signals, we decided to retire Rail Next Prev. Studies show that users love single-page content. I don't know what studies. Uh, Aim for that when possible, but multi-part is also fine for Google search. Know and do what's best for your users. Hashtag spring is coming. And of course that set off a firestorm. And while I will say that like many things that Google does, they don't usually irritate me as, as much as this one did. And I, and I wanna talk a little bit more uh, because they provided a little bit more clarification on exactly what ha- happened. Um, so basically Barry Schwartz in his article on Search Engine Land, you can see some of the different tweets going back and forth. Uh, he said he said in a follow-up question, but you still use it for merging pages together in the same set. And John Mueller said, we don't use link rel next improve at all. And then Glenn Gabe, uh, another uh, a pretty well-known SEO, said, hey, John Mew, can you comment on this? Using the correct combination of rel next preve with rel canonical has been the way that Google has recommended setting up pagination for a very long time. This impacts so many sites across the web. Would it be great, uh, or it would be great to have a Googler chime in? And John Mew said, uh, we noticed that we weren't using rel next and preven indexing for a number of years. A number of years. I'm just going to let that sink in now. So we thought we might as well remove the docs. 
Glenn uh, also asked a another follow-up question. Uh, actually, he made a statement. Uh, there you go, folks. Relnext Impreve hasn't been used in indexing for years. I'm trying to find out more about this, but it's important to know. I need to update my post about it soon. And John replied, since it hasn't been used for a while, it seems like most sites are doing pagination in reasonable ways that work regardless of these links. People make good sites for large parts. And then Adam Gent uh, at... A, a double agent uh, on Twitter said it was meant to be used to help Google consolidate indexing properties of pages in the index. So a page was consolidated rather than split out into different pages. That's what pagination is. Google has other methods to figure out crawling and discovering URL patterns. And John Mueller said, for the most part, we just index pages as we find them. So as we've recommended for a long time, it's good to make sure that all pages can stand on their own. Okay, so let me unpack that a little bit because like I said, it does irk me um, to, some, to some degree. Um, in terms of what happened, it is what it is. It's, it's not coming back and, and we as SEOs are going to have to adapt. Um, if you don't know what rel next and rel preve is, I'm not going to go out on the limb and say that it is the most earth shattering strategy in, in the world, right? If you're, if you're just focused on rel next and rel preve, which is a technical SEO principle, um, you've probably got a, a pretty solid framework if you're focusing on fixing that as opposed to fixing other larger issues. But I will say that just like anything else with, within SEO, maybe one or two changes aren't going to be the things that move the needle. But over the course of time, when you line up enough quote unquote best practices and configurations and get enough little and medium changes made, it starts to move the needle. And this was one of those that isn't going to move the needle by itself, most likely, but when you lump it in with other things, it can help to move the needle, especially when you implement it on really, really large sites. Uh, to go back to what it what it is, for those of you that may not know, a rel next and a rel prev tag, it is a meta tag that goes in the header of the site. It's for paginated content. And, and basically what it does or what it did was to indicate to Google that, hey, if you've got a page that is paginated, um, e-commerce is a great example, where you have products that are split into hundreds of pages, right? And you've got the pagination links at the at the bottom of the page, typically, or some way to do pagination. Um, it's you know it splits up the pages one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, so so on and so forth. All of these pages are very duplicative, very duplicative. Um, most of the page, except for the the stuff that switches in and out, which would be products, uh, articles, if you're running a blog. Uh, so on and so forth. The rest of the template was is typically a complete duplicate. So the concern from SEOs was that hey, this was a, a duplicate and thin content sort of sort of issue, and um, and not only that, uh, you know sometimes you know sites get links to some of these interior pages, and now Google is saying that these pages have to be able to stand on their own. Well, they're part of a bigger entity and the rel next and the rel preve tag basically gave you the ability to say hey this is the next page in the sequence or this is the previous page in the sequence right in the um, right in the head right in the meta uh, and it would give 
or it supposedly gave Google an indication that this page was a huge set of pages or part of a set so that all of the indexing and all of the linking and all of the ranking properties would all be instead of split across hundreds of pages theoretically uh, they would all be kind of one big lump sum uh, from an equity standpoint so apparently that is not the way that things are are working and apparently they haven't been working like that for a very long time so why is it exactly that I have a problem? Uh, I don't usually have a problem with what Google does. I, I really tend to like the way that they reach out to the community. John Mueller uh, and, and Gary Isles are especially awesome. And, um, you know, they do as much as they can to provide context. Uh, and in this situation, who knows who made this decision? They're just kind of the, the faces, unfortunately. They have to go out to the masses and explain it. Um, I just thought that in the context of this, given that it's something that they've had documented in their webmaster kind of best practices guide for years and years and years, that the way that this was handled was incredibly, incredibly irresponsible on their part. Uh, why do I think it was irresponsible, right? It's their site, it's their search engine, they can do what they want. Well, that's fair, but when you're Google and you're in many cases representing 80% of the market share and driving 80 to 90% of the traffic uh, to people's websites, the things that you say and do matter. Uh, with great power, to quote Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And I just feel like if they're going to put recommendations out there, especially technical ones that take time to implement, uh, you know, they're being stewards of the industry. These things take time. If they're going to put those out there, they have to be prepared to give us time to react and roll them back uh, in a, you know, in a more than a day. <laughs> I mean, this happened in a day. Somebody just literally the, the pagination page at 404s now. Uh, you can't even see it if you wanted to. It's still in the index. You click it at 404s. Um, so basically, it's just like this decision was made on a whim. Oh, eh, this doesn't matter. Uh, you know, let's go ahead and delete it. Let's not even give SEOs a warning like they've done with other things. That hey, this is going to be going away soon. You might want to you know uh, roll out of this strategy if you're working on it. You might want to focus on other things. Uh, and again, not that this particular thing was the earth mover but like i said when you add it up with all other all other things that you're doing it can move the needle or it could right and, and what i mean by can move the needle is not i guess necessarily rail next and rail prev but little changes across the site uh and, and again so very irresponsible and i think the other irresponsible part about it is if they weren't using it for years and years and years but they keep preaching it and they've had probably many many times over the years to uh, you know they've probably answered many questions over the years they've had many times to say no we're not using that or hey it's not impactful in our algorithm and they haven't done that so people like me and people like other SEOs have spent lots of time putting this into specs have spent lots of time working with clients to get this implementation right and as if you've listened to my podcast, you know that I believe firmly, especially if you're on the agency side, that implementation is by far 
the most difficult thing we do as SEOs, not finding the areas to make the website better, getting it implemented. Uh, and if you were leaning on this as a significant portion of your technical strategy uh, to say, hey, you've got everything else right, but you need to get this right. Um, or you've got everything else right, but this is wrong and you need to get this right. Um, you have just wasted a bunch of time. And I know that myself, I've worked on a, on a client, we just did this, and I'm working on another client uh, who is who is you know, a huge retailer with, with lots of pages and situations where this is applicable. And um, you know, we're, we've spent a lot of time putting specs together for this. And the clients have spent a lot of time implementing it, and it's just wasted time now. And that's really, really unfortunate, and it's really un irresponsible from Google's uh, perspective. So I really hope that at some point they, I doubt they'll do it, but they come out and apologize and say, hey guys, we kind of screwed up on that one. Uh, but I doubt that they'll, I doubt that they'll do that and I'm not going to hold my breath for it. The, the other component to this is that they're recommending a view all page, a single page. Blows my mind. Can you even imagine Think of Amazon, right? Think of Amazon. Think of like Walmart.com. Think of your big retailers. Let's pick a category that's really, really popular and has a lot of products, thousands of products. Let's load them all on one page. Is that really a great user experience? Uh, loading all the products on a single page? Can you imagine the implications from a page speed standpoint of doing that? It just blows my mind that they would give that horrible horrible advice. Uh, now granted they did say like hey each page has to be able to stand on its own uh, and and we'll just index each page as if it's any other page on the web but they did definitely recommend kind of that single page and I just feel like that is it's incredibly hypocritical because they're all the time touting speed and let me tell you if you've got a big retailer e-commerce or blog or whatever site and you've got a lot of products and that brings along with it a lot of images and a lot of things to load, you're not gonna load that in under three seconds. There's just no way. So I just, again, out of all of the irresponsible things, I think that's also irresponsible to, to recommend and I won't be doing that as an SEO. Uh, in terms of, so let me move on. In terms of what did I learn and uh, yes, you can still learn something out of this as frustrating as it might be what did I learn? Um, one, don't always blindly just follow and believe Google's specifications, right? Um, test, 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 uh, test the impact. Uh, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that we as an industry and myself, I haven't test the impact. I blindly believe that, hey, that since Google says it, good enough for me. Uh, and I don't think that I'm gonna be uh, having that rosy outlook on things going forward and that's it's not unfortunate um you know it's just hey a part of the job but i i think it's it increases the need and, and not to say that the need wasn't always there the need was definitely always there but i think for me at least this increases my level of awareness that hey like no matter what google says test it test it see if it's having an impact if you implement it on one client see what the lift was uh because We've, we've, as an industry, probably spent a lot of time working on this, and we probably don't know what the true value of it was. And we probably could have been working on things that 
are better and drive more incremental uh, incremental traffic and incremental impact. So definitely test everything. Definitely don't necessarily believe everything that Google says. And I would say that the other thing that I learned, just like every day of my life in this industry, be prepared for things to change on a dime. Uh, have conviction with the strategies that are working, but be prepared for things to change on a dime. Not sure how you can be prepared for that other than being adaptable uh, and um, being open and honest with your with your clients about about things exactly like this. Uh, if my clients ask about it, and I may actually proactively go to them and say, hey, this happened. It's unfortunate. We spent a lot of time here. Let's move on. But I would say just be ready for change. Be ready to explain it for uh, to your clients and be as adaptable as possible. Um, but anyways, that's it. That's all I have to say on the subject. I'm going to try to move on just like everybody else should move on, move on to better things uh, and let this one let this one go. But I wanted to kind of get my thoughts out there. Uh, this is about as breaking news outside of a core algorithm update, which did happen, but I don't necessarily follow those as closely. Um, but this is about uh, as much of a breaking news item as you can have in the SEO space. So uh, hope you enjoyed my thoughts. Uh, check back for more great interviews, so on and so forth. Really appreciate the listen and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Page 2 Podcast. If you like this podcast, you can listen and rate it on a number of platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Applecasts, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, and more. If you wish to support the growth of this podcast, please visit my website at jacobstoops.com forward slash page two podcast or Anchor.fm forward slash page two podcast to make a donation would be greatly appreciated. If you're an SEO who would like to be interviewed, I'd love to have you. Simply send me an email at jake.stoops at gmail.com and we'll absolutely set something up. Until next time, happy optimizing.